0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to After Dragons. And this is our second episode of the Heroclix series, where the last episode we talked about getting started and kind of what you need to begin or embark on the the quest that is playing Heroclix. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Powers and Abilities card. Um, And the Powers and Abilities make up a good deal of what's actually possible and the strategy tactics that kind of come down the line with clicks. Uh, we're going to focus on the red powers today. So this is a welcome to the red episode. And um, again with us, we have Maro from Casual In Maro, welcome, man. How are you doing?
1: Uh, good. Thanks for having me on here, Rob, yet again.
0: Hey, definitely. I've seen that you've had a few videos come out here since we last spoke.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, I was finally able to get that uh, Brave and the Bold Top 10 out there for you and i'm actually you know i don't know if you saw the video but i am actually showing like the i guess the data the information that i use to rank these figures so uh anyone out there that maybe thinks that i am biased i mean i am but <laughs> i you know when it comes to numbers I, I stick to the numbers
0: so you're starting to work out a good way to kind of break down those figures huh or break yeah. down a um the value or the the stat cost huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you, you know, just trying to figure out different ways to explain this game to newer players, casual players.
0: It definitely seems to be a, um, a learning curve when to look at a figure or a card and at a glance understand is this decent or not, or kind of on which table would I want to play this piece? Because I think Hero Clicks is definitely a game where, you know, there's pieces made for all, all the reasons. There's some casual and competitive um, clicks but to still be able to tell whether something's good or not, you kind of have to know a lot of things at once, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, to kind of, uh, you know, kind of boost your podcast here, Rob, you're, you're actually, you know, the idea for the episode that you have to have, you know, special powers each episode, I'm sorry, you know, different powers each episode that alone says just how, you know, how, how much depth this game has.
0: True, yeah, because even if we go by colors, it's gonna take some time to get through the powers and abilities card.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> not even including special powers. There are thousands of special powers there are.
0: True, true. And that's one that's only one half of the powers and abilities card <laughs> if you don't include all the key phrase or improved abilities and things like that. Right,
1: right. <laughs> so and much.
0: Clix was that complex out the gate, huh? Like they didn't <laughs> they didn't really hold back. They just kind of <laughs> went all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's uh, we don't have much news or um, uh, pre-release information coming from the the folks at WizKids. Kids. Uh, both Mario and I are trying to avoid those House of X Powers of X spoilers, so holding out for December thirtieth when that set releases.
1: Yeah, this is a highly anticipated set uh on my part, and I don't know about yourself, Rob, but I'm pretty excited about this
0: Oh, definitely. House of X. Folks in my house have been hearing about the House (laughs) of X for almost a year now. (laughs) Because they teased it early, I feel. It was maybe, it was almost this time last year, or January last year, where we knew there was going to be a House of X um, release. Yeah. It's been a long wait. Does WizKids always uh, tease us like that and dangle the releases out months and months in advance?
1: Not always, uh, they do sometimes, and, and I'm gonna guess, you know, that uh, the X Men sets always tend to make them a lot of cash, so
0: definitely a lot of turnaround there. <laughs> so, just drumming up interest, yeah, and especially with this one falling along the lines of Christmas, you know, getting a pre order oh, yeah. of some House of X Powers of X for Christmas is going to be a great present,
1: <laughs> yeah. All those gift cards, I'm gonna add up all those gift cards, I'm gonna get so, <laughs> yeah, spending all the <laughs> holiday money just on yeah. opening boosters, <laughs> that's right.
0: Well, let's dive into the powers and abilities card here a little bit and and take a look at the red powers Um, there's there's four uh, sections of the powers and abilities card if we're looking at the the power side and they're split up based on the the different stats in the window of each hero clicks model so we have our speed attack and defense that go down the first column um, with speed on top then attack and defense and then just to the right of that, forming kind of the foot of that L in the window is the damage power. Um, and when all of these powers, or when all of these stats have a different color highlighted over them, that's what, that's what uh, Mauro and I are referring to when we look to this powers and abilities card to see kind of what they're up to. Uh, and the first on the list would be when speed is red and that would give the model flurry. Um, so flurry reads close in all caps, make up to two close attacks. Um, pretty, pretty straightforward. Um, in general, when you, when you have flurry and you take your costed action to make an attack, um, you can make two of attacks if you're making a close one. Um, I don't know if there's many ways that that one can be misinterpreted, but Maro, have you seen any, any readings of flurry go south?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, mostly having to do with the fact that uh, Flurry lets you do two close combat attacks. Um, sometimes people get confused and they try to combine it with something like exploit weakness, which is incompatible.
0: Ah, us. Because exploit weakness is actually would, would take the place of that close action, huh? It's one right. or the
1: other. Yeah, because it's a close action itself.
0: Right. Right. So, uh, and that's a good point. Um, on the powers and abilities card, I pointed out that it said close all caps and it's definitely something to be aware of. If you're just starting with clicks, when those keywords are in all caps, it means something different than the, the lowercase. Um, so the keywords actually referring to the costed action to do that. Um, and that there could be some kind of some catches in there, huh? Especially that exploit weakness. Are there, there's other close abilities like that, like quake that couldn't be used with flurry. Right. Or mind control even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess there's actually a lot. Are there some of the powers that do roll in there nicely with?
1: Oh yeah. Uh, Blades is a big one. Defin- uh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> rolling two sixes on that flurry, you know, that's uh game changing right there.
0: That's going to put a model to sleep pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, some, uh, you know, more common ones are not so common ones, but like outweighed perplexed just to bring up your damage. Make sure you make it, make those attacks count.
0: True. True. And being able to, uh, being able to do damage in hero clicks is pretty central to the, yeah. to every tactic in some miniature games. You can kind of be squirrely and, and shoot more for objectives or victory points, but in clicks, yes. you really want to, you want to have something that's going to be able to dish out damage and being able to attack twice is always great with a, Swingy game with two dice I can betray you at the wrong
1: times there <laughs> yeah. That's right.
0: I, uh, yeah flurry is a, a definitely a fun one and uh, one that I always look out for on the models just because it's a, a pretty in-your-face Kind of threat it typically if I have an opponent with with models with flurry, I I have to maneuver around that consciously or make sure we take them off the board fast or try to Uh, Just because they can rack up damage even throwing three at a time can end up taking down a model pretty quick Yep, um when you see flurry on a model does that raise does that raise the value for you or? um, maybe we should officially go through your uh, Kind of your ranking system on one of these episodes and uh, to get your insight on that if you've already gone through the powers, but um, I haven't gone
1: into it so much, uh, in, into so much detail or like what you're asking. But I uh-huh. mean, if there's one thing I've learned in the 15 plus years I've been playing this game is that free is good. <laughs> so that and, free second attack, huh? Oh yeah, definitely. Free right. Is good.
0: And so looking at one model with Flurry versus without it, or having a few clicks with that on the kind of the bottom of the dial, uh, would is always good. You can make sure that your model's nice and stuck in there when they get on the, on the red.
1: Yeah, I see nice. that trap.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, definitely segueing it in easily into blades claws fangs, which commonly fangs gets dropped. I think, and it's blades claws at least when we we're talking about it. Um, but blades claws fangs is the red power for the attack stat, and when that is red when you deal damage with a close attack, like one of the two that you could make with flurry or a normal close attack, you actually roll your, a D6 to um, decide how much damage is dealt. And a minimum of one, um, or sorry, a minimum of the character's printed damage minus one is dealt. But this allows you to you know, rely on those, on those dice again to throw you sixes and fives and you can deal some heavy hits when you have blades claws on a, uh, on a model.
1: Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you just kind of have to say your prayers to the gods of luck
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Hope yeah, for those sixes.
0: Cause those ones will come to at the inopportune <laughs> oh, yeah. times. Oh yeah. But I yeah. played a game uh, earlier this week and taskmaster had blade claws fangs and oh. ended up just uh, dropping five damage on wonder woman, put her oh. out one turn and the next turn kind of, Came back and uh, um, took out Spider, Spider Gwen, or Ghost Spider as well with the same <laughs> blades, claws, and another five. So sometimes those <laughs> dice can really uh, can get
1: you. Oh man, I love stories like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a and that's a, a fun one too because you get to roll again. Um, some games you actually you roll quite a a bit of dice, even in Warhammer or something. You'd roll like a bucket of dice for every action. Oh, yeah. But in Clicks, it's really just those two d six and it's kind of the dice say it all. Once you drop them, it's not even rolling multiple attacks for each target. You just, uh, so if you get to roll additionally for damage, I think it adds some more excitement there too.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good word. Excitement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I honestly, I think blades Claws falls in the same boat here where when I see it on a model, I do, I, I, I do notice that. And, and in, play towards it, you know, especially if I've got a more melee oriented force or something like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a great power, uh, you know, potentially doing six damage is I, I can't pass that up. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's yeah. Good. I mean, it's pretty rare for models to have printed damage over three, it seems. So being able to drop, you know, some mad damage like that is always great. <laughs> yeah. And then, and also the, the kind of the theme or the, the characters that end up getting blades claws are always the, um, some fun ones to play. You know, they can be the kind of vicious brawlers like Wolverine and uh, in your face style characters, you know?
1: Yeah. It's always fun. Uh, You know, it goes back to what we were talking about that, uh, that last time, the previous episode Uh, just picturing that whole, uh, battle scenes the action sequences you know that you either read in comics or see in the movies and tv series whatever this game brings it to life pretty well
0: yeah yeah it does get it gets cinematic for sure uh, seeing the different characters kind of move through their dial even at it seems like at at top dial you know it could be a completely different kind of kind of character more agile or have some leadership abilities even. And after they get beaten down a bit, the leadership's gone. Right. And they're starting to get mad. It's a, uh, it's pretty yeah. fitting.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: Let's see on the, the third red power for us is on the defense. Stat. Oh,
1: before, uh, before we get to that, Rob, yeah, I just wanted to throw in some advice as well regarding blades, claws, fangs, uh, as sort of, you know, just combining it with other powers, Um, um. Right. The exploit weakness and blades claws, fangs are compatible. I just thought I'd throw that in there.
0: Right, that's a good that's good to point out. So this is one that you can actually combo with any of those close
1: actions, right? Yes, yes, you can.
0: And that's uh, those can be pretty pretty good when you end up stacking some powers or managing to get off maybe two powers with some other trigger there. Normally, yeah. you can see a a quick turnaround on the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. nice Uh, so let's see here the defense side is going to be super senses when your defense is red um, you are you've got the spider senses right you've got the uh, that kind of knack for getting out of the way whatever it may be and it reads when this character would be hit you may roll a d6 and on a 5 or a 6 you evade the hit so um, opposing characters can still roll to hit you uh, with super senses, but afterwards you get a five or a six save um to uh basically laugh it off uh This is definitely a fun power to have on models as uh it's it's a good kind of last resort, and you know being able to just outright evade an attack is almost as good or maybe just as um you know as being able to make two of them you know you get to just ignore that right away um, yeah
1: what- i mean uh to me uh you know defensively speaking super senses compared to something like invulnerability i'm gonna go with math Uh, math is my friend (laughs) and you know the preventing that two damage i feel is like almost certain um right barring something like outwit you know like let's say your opponent has a character that has outwit so okay regardless if he has outwit he can counter the invulnerability or the super senses so it's kind of a stalemate there however if they don't have outwit And you make an attack, you know they still have to get past those two damage for the invulnerability that that character is going to prevent.
0: Right. So super senses maybe isn't as strong as some of those abilities like that would just prevent damage outright or reduce all damage because there's a chance, a pretty large chance, you're not going to roll that five or six.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, um, unless you're lucky, I've seen some players that are just ridiculously lucky they hit it you know 75 percent of the rolls they're rolling that super senses but right side of that i wouldn't recommend that over something like at least invulnerability
0: and those models with super senses can be very squishy as well just again with the theme of the character it's typically (laughs) like an agile kind of fast moving dude or like mystique or somebody so they they may have super senses to avoid the hit but then when they get hit it's uh it can be rough and it's also a little bit of a letdown when You look at your powers, what you have on the shield, and it's like, okay, I can roll a five or a six, but if you roll a four, the damage coming is one hundred percent, right? The no reductions,
1: (laughs) yeah, (laughs) it's real.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it'll take you. That's a that is a good point there on the on the super senses side. When it comes to combining this power with others, it doesn't happen as much on the defense on the defensive powers. Um, there is a um, a note on Precision Strike, though, where if you attack with Precision Strike, which is the pink power of the attack stat, um, it reduces the Super Senses roll by one. So it makes it a little harder for that uh, as well. I don't know how many other um, kind of conflicts happen, really, between those, those powers, other than trying to outweigh it off of your opponent.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean... Uh... With super senses as well, it's still, so, so like if you have a special power that gives you energy shield and vulnerability, impervious, whatever, and you have super senses through like a trait, their powers are compatible too. So that just increases your chances of kind of negating that attack.
0: Ah, I see. Right. So if, if you've got that, uh <laughs> some better traded powers or like invincible or toughness traded. Yeah. And that's even that that sets you in a better spot because you've got that chance to evade evade and some armor basically to absorb the hits
1: Yeah That's what you want to look for Right,
0: right I so let's wrap up our our four powers here moving to the damage uh, Power this is one that is Sometimes situational or maybe I just haven't played as many models that have this but it's called ranged combat expert and it is a power um, and it allows you to uh, choose one. You can modify attack plus two or damage plus two, or you can modify them both plus one, and then you can make a range attack targeting a single character, and that's a, a little bit of a, a caveat there because some characters would have multi, multi-targets. Um, and, uh, yeah, this power basically beefs up your snipers. It gives you that kind of um, that focus or that you're lining up the shot right by spending that power to um, improve the the attack
1: yeah it's great uh i don't know it's a little i don't i don't want to say it's a little known fact maybe it's something that uh players you know fogies like myself and other players that were around when (laughs) range combat expert was first invented uh, it would only actually buff your damage by plus two
0: Oh, interesting! So they added that uh, ability to choose between attack or go the blanket plus one to each.
1: Yeah, I was over the moon when they made that change because it was so good. Right to to really um,
0: have that potential <laughs> plus two to attack can be a game changer. Yes, yes. It can. <laughs> Especially when you are if you already have someone around a twelve, and then getting them, you know, getting them to have a guaranteed fourteen <laughs> or fifteen is yeah. nothing to scoff at. Yeah. And then, you know, and being able to buff damage can surprisingly turn a low damage piece into, you know, like a four damage or a five damage kind of turret on a, you know, 50 oh, yeah. point piece or a 60 point piece even. You it's know, do small.
1: something like the the Batman enemy team abilities or the Sinister Syndicate team abilities, you know, get those little chumps attack values shared by the bigger guys. Right. Throw their range combat expert into damage, you know, that's... A Ooh, little...
0: That's a good point. Yeah. Being able to use the um, share that attack value
1: mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, uh, is another power. That's great with range combat expert. Which one was that uh, sidestep
0: uh, being able to get targeted, get in the right uh, location, right. Or just in, or being maybe even be able to stay there, take your shot and then move away or get back into some hindering terrain or cover.
1: Yep. That's great. <laughs> it's a great combination. And so,
0: kind of makes that moment too, because you could pop around corners and take your shot essentially yeah (laughs) and range combat expert is that one that um is that something that you would look for on the card or is it a uh, pleasant surprise when you already have a ranged character or something um what do you Uh, think at least when you see that one come up on your on your cards
1: the second option you actually uh summed it up pretty well because i think to me more important some of the more important characteristics of a wrench character is to have at least a decent range and um be able to uh maybe have some sort of options to like ignore hindering terrain or see through stealth or something
0: uh so more positioning and and being able to really reach the target is are the main keys there huh?
1: yeah exactly you know you you don't want to be dealing with some pesky stealth character hiding in the back while your team's trying to break through. And uh, you know, that's, that's why you bring the guy with a big gun. <laughs> right. Right.
0: And so when he happens to have range expert, it's, it's definitely a cherry on top.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice little cherry, red cherry.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking oh, of yeah. The, the red powers <laughs> yeah. here. So uh, among all of them, the, we've got flurry, blades, claws, super senses, range combat expert, if we had to rate them between or, or rate them, you know, kind of priority or what would be the, the best among them universally, there's a lot of variables and clicks, obviously. So it's hard to really say something is the best, but between these powers, is there one that you would say takes the cake?
1: I'm going to, I'm going to say flurry. I think I'll uh, I'll
0: definitely agree with you there. What do you think about it?
1: I mean, it's it's the uh, the numbers. Like I said, I trust the math in the game. Uh, two chances of you know completing a successful attack, whereas I, I get the potential behind blades. But on average, you're gonna get what three damage, whereas with flurry, if you hit both attacks, right, you might be getting like six damage, five damage, whatever.
0: Yeah, I think you're right anyway. there. Hands down, you know, being able to make that second attack is going to win. Um, more often, or have more game in-game effects than yeah. that potential plus one to both attack and damage, or, or your your blades roll, which is kind of a hope and pray moment. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> especially now that uh, you know, a few years back, a couple years back, that they changed that you can't uh, use probability control on blades. So,
0: ah, uh, so you so you used to be able to prob the blades roll, huh? Oh
1: yeah, to no extent
0: oh man I, d- I didn't know that that would definitely change it we actually had that come up in a few games this week where it's like oh man if only i could prob that off <laughs> <laughs> uh, probability control is always the kind of the big brother the eye in the sky right Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a, it's an interesting power there and that's the light blue power on on the damage dial but funny. yeah i definitely think uh flurry takes the cake and if i had to choose second place i think honestly moving across the card is almost the priority with flurry first second maybe blades claws with super senses third
1: and range combat fourth interesting i think i'd pick range combat second
0: uh i think just to be able to consistently uh boost that damage huh uh,
1: because i mean um and I, I guess in game terms, uh, having range, I think it's just a natural advantage. Um, and you having blades already puts you at a disadvantage because that means that you're probably a melee character. Hmm, right. And you got to close right. that gap, you know, while the other character has a six range, you got to close that gap. So he's going to get one free shot at you probably.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. So range combat is basically it's it's effective earlier in the game. Or, yeah. or more guaranteed that you'll be able to use it, hopefully, than the than the blades
1: clause. Yeah, and blades can be swinging. I mean, if you connect, you connect, right? But if you don't, you don't.
0: Right, right. That's a good point. So you'd say ranged second, and then would blades even fall to the fourth uh, no, tier for you no, then no, with super no, sense?
1: Yeah. <laughs> the blades are still too good. to. Like I said, it's swingy, so you can still potentially win games. And I'm not saying you can't win games by the whole super sense is You know, praying to the gods of luck and stuff, but right blades I think is a slightly more consistent in that fact.
0: Right. Right. So yours. So your tier of the red powers would be flurry, range combat, blades, super senses. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It's um to kind of prepare for discussing these red powers. I played two 300 point games with characters pulled from a few different sets, but all of them had. Red powers and abilities on their um, on their dial, and it made for a pretty interesting game um, with all the blades claws fangs. We were throwing big numbers um, but the, the the also the prevalence of super senses got to be a little bit annoying because most <laughs> most people had super senses in the match we were playing <laughs> even though it wasn't it wasn't necessarily helpful uh, but I ended up playing two rounds there and Had a pretty good match. Um, The one team that I had a good, uh, or one combo I had good luck with was Taskmaster, Spot, and Living Laser. Uh, So the combination of Taskmaster being able to, and this is the Tasky from Captain America the Avengers, and he's got a a trait where he can basically for free choose a standard, uh, another standard power. So he stays pretty. Uh, kind of swiss army knife useful there throughout the game and spot has his here there everywhere ability he's basically he can punch you or make close attack from four squares away and has a free phasing teleport with half movement so he's just very annoying piece to play against (laughs) (laughs) and that combined with living laser who has a hypersonic with 10 movement and range seven so he's just got a threat range of you know 17 squares it's pretty great I think that um that uh, was a good it was a good team. The first match I had kept them very close and they they operated well kind of as a little battery uh, all three of them. And the second the second game they got a little bit spread out and ended up being the death of them uh, just getting picked off slowly there. But it, it's always good being able to attack from far away. Like Spot was able to basically make those flurry attacks from four squares away and then take a free action with phasing teleport to move even farther away (laughs) he's a pesky dude there for sure
1: yeah and you know that's uh that's that's like like a a great representation of the character itself too right yeah definitely if
0: you've read modox 11 or seen how spot really works in the in the comics he's just all over the place
1: (laughs) yeah so annoying and it's a great representation
0: (laughs) yeah yep Nice man. well, I think that, uh, that about does it for the red powers and abilities for us today. It's going to get us to our last and final segment with the, the hero of the hour. Um, whether or not heroes apply, um, may change per episode, but, uh, who's your hero of the hour for this episode Mara?
1: Um, the hero of the hour that I chose is actually the Wolverine number one from the X-Men animated uh, series, uh, De- the Phoenix, Dark Phoenix Saga.
0: Nice. Nice. Uh,
1: he has blades all throughout his style. He's five. He's, he's a short-lived character. No pun intended. <laughs> 50 points, five clicks of blades. Starts with a 12 attack, has indomitable with charge. It's kind of like uh he's a killing machine
0: yeah yeah he's he's solid huh He's a pretty stacked little piece what's the point cost for
1: uh 50 points
0: 50 and five clicks of health yeah nice so that's uh that's a lot of flurry there if you can get him stuck in
1: yeah and i mean uh, he has flurry on his last two clicks he has two clicks of super senses just right all over the place and uh I thought he was a pretty good representation of what this episode was about. So,
0: yeah, without a doubt. And, 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 and I will, uh, I will agree with that for sure, because my <laughs> hero of the hour was actually Wolverine as well. And uh, <laughs> I chose the Wolverine um 54, the super rare from the fantastic four set that recently came out. Uh okay. So this is a, an eight click Wolverine. He's basically the, the evolved form of that X-Men animated series one because he's a 75 point piece, but he still has that flurry across the whole dial, all eight, all eight clicks. Um, and he also has blades claws across all eight, um, to make matters worse there on the first three, if he's got, if he's in a fantastic four team, um, he can actually if he hits first then everyone with the Fantastic Four keyword can use flurry too. So then you get some uh some brutal combinations there if the team's really firing on all cylinders. Oof. <laughs> but that's a that's a pretty fun here uh pretty fun piece with that Wolverine. I have not tried him on the table yet, but he's uh he's got a whole bunch of stuff baked in there with um a charge at the beginning as well so you can make sure he, he can get there at least before he starts taking too much damage with the classic regeneration at the bottom of the dial. And even a, uh, a cool trait called I don't stay down easy where um, he can basically come back alive when he's, when he would be KO'd Um, you give him some healing tokens and it uh, slowly take one token off. I believe it's at the beginning of your turn, you remove a token. So four turns in, he comes back within four squares of a friendly character, which is so thematic to what wolverine can do and how sometimes he can just be obliterated on the field or just ruined by something and he sort of knits himself together right with that healing factor yeah (laughs) yeah that's definitely a a cool piece for sure i know there was some others um like fantastic four pieces that would combo well into that team but i haven't dug too much into team building there
1: oh yeah I mean you know like we covered anything that combos well with flurry so that way you know we can get the most out of that Wolverine
0: right or maybe having a utility piece in there too to drop some smoke maybe just a or a barrier just to give you a little bit of a, um, kind of strategy to mitigate damage to those guys but if they're not in place yet that kind of thing yeah or a TK even there to move them out if they've done their damage you can just go ahead and pull them back out of the way that's yeah. always fun too
1: i actually did build a team similar to what you're talking about with around that wolverine uh as part of that episode i'll make sure to post it up on twitter and oh nice see how see how it does on the table
0: yeah cool uh who's on who's in that team do you remember
1: uh yeah it's uh cable paying that 25 points to get those two extra cables
0: triple cable
1: it's the tri cable I, I love them because of that TK, and uh, it I gives have, you
0: so many perspectives. Huh? It gives you oh, those, yeah. those three. It's almost always the downside of telekinesis if you can't get that line of sight. So that having three kind of arc nodes with cable to potentially TK from is pretty valuable.
1: Yeah, and and, and top it off, it's free. Right, right. It's, so it's then you crazy. can you can continue on and move them down the, down the board. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, magic from the. Uh, What is that set called? The X-Men sets.
0: Is that the Regenesis from?
1: Yeah, because she has that uh, blades she can carry, two, And uh, I'm planning the two that she's going to carry is going to be that Wolverine I talked about. at X-23 as well, because she's got (laughs) blades from the Fantastic Four, number 25, X-23. And uh, gray for extra TK.
0: Yeah, that X-23 is awesome because when she gets double-clicked, she heals. So she's yeah. just, if she gets stuck in properly, you almost just have to go away from her. You don't, <laughs> yeah. want, don't want to deal
1: with it. <laughs> yeah, she's so good. Yeah, that was,
0: on, that was actually on the one of the 300-point teams who we were planning to, to go over the red powers. Oh, nice. Yeah, the first, the first match, she got stuck in properly and was sort of just, uh, you know, she took damage but healed it and was able to keep attacking <laughs> and the, the second match, uh, I kind of pounced on her early because of the how much damage she racked on me the first time. <laughs> but uh, some some good teams for sure there. Um, that's I think that about wraps it up for the the episode here. Is there any other um, plugs or anything we should shout out here for you tomorrow on the Casual Clicks and Channel?
1: Uh, no, I mean just uh, you know to anyone listening to this podcast any likes and shares are very much appreciated a casual clicks in on my youtube channel instagram twitter whatever doesn't matter
0: yep find us and start the conversation right the best place to find me would be on twitter as well there i'd be at after dragons underscore Uh, so that'll wrap it up for us here guys may the uh the dice be in your favor on all the blades claws rolls and super senses rolls coming up